Good evening, and welcome to A Journey Through Into Awareness. Your hosts, Judy Miller and Dr. George Andow. As always, we're always so glad to have you with us, and we hope that the many presentations that we have each week, Monday nights at 7, here, right here, are informative and nourishing to your everyday life. That's our goal, is to open up perspectives on living, health, spiritual awareness, and psychological wellness, so that each of us can cohabitate in the fullness of uh, life God gave us um, as we live with one another. So we always have great guests on, and I'm going to let Judy introduce her tonight. But first, I'm going to say her name because I love her name. Her name is Nomi Becha. Judy. And I can't pronounce it as well as Georgianne, but it's an absolute <laughs> honor and pleasure to welcome Nomi to Journey Through Into Awareness. So Nomi yes. is a holistic counselor. She's a coach, a self-healing and actualization expert, and best-selling author. She is the founder and director of White Cedar Institute and the creator of the Gates of Power Method. She is trained in psychodrama, gestalt, bioenergetics, and primal therapy. And we'll be learning more about that in our conversations. So these are all modalities that utilize expression, creativity, imagination, and intuition. So Nomi has been counseling, coaching, and training individuals for over 29 years. So Nomi, welcome to Journey Through Into Awareness. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, Nomi, um, we can't hear you. Your mic. We can't hear you. Your mic. There you perfect, go. Perfect. Perfect. So, so Nomi, I know that you served in the Israeli army for two years, and then you attended the Academy of Performing Arts, and you had a very successful career as an actress. And I believe your father told you at a very young age, stop being so dramatic. We want to know how that impacted your life and how you went from being an actress to a psychotherapist. Yes. Well, I don't know. I came to uh, the fact that he told me not to be dramatic just made me more intense. Um, I was always like rebellious child, so it couldn't, I couldn't be stopped. Uh, and he said, when I went to the academy, he said, I'm not paying, I'm not raising gypsies. And he even wanted my mother to chase me out of the house because I had to be there for three years and Anyway, nothing stopped me. And uh, how do I say that? I wasn't naturally expressive. I was a very shy and curled in kind of a person. And I don't know why they accepted me, thousands of people auditioned, but they did. They saw something. And then they were yelling at me, all the teachers, all the time. But somehow out of 38 people, we stayed only six. And I was the only one that really actually performed on the big, big stages. So I was meant to do that. It was, I guess, part of the journey, my own journey to liberate my own expression. Yes, beautiful. So, you know, I, I got, but we don't have uh, Academy Awards and things like that, but every um, 
every year the government chooses three actors and you get sent abroad and you have uh, for two years full scholarship. And I got one of them because I did Joan of Arc. I did Joan of Arc and, and uh, it was, I guess, very moving. And I came to New York to study with Uta Hagen. And uh, after a couple of years, I crashed. I, it was so um, different. You, you know, when you are an actor in New York, you audition and audition and you hardly sometimes perform. And it was um, heartbreaking for me because I was a performing actor that got paid a salary. So, and, and my relationships uh, crashed and I started going to therapy. And then I realized that there was a lot there that needed healing and transformation. Like all of us. Like all of us. And especially the sensitive ones, the artistic ones. Yes. So that's how I came into the realm. Mm -hmm. of, and then I realized it's very creative, really. It's very expressive. Um, you know, Nomi, excuse me. I, I just want to just say something, what I'm hearing. As you're talking about your life, it's so clear on how God, the universe, whatever, um, has used your entire life and your life's training to do what you do now and love. I can tell from our conversation how much you love your work now. Yes. How do you think that you're, what you're talking about right now, the biggest piece I was tied into your work and the expression of it, um, giving it the most power and makes you so great at what you do? I think that the expression, being able to liberate my own expression and step into it fully, unapologetically, started to create my own healing. Mm -hmm. and then when I went to start a therapy, I was lucky because my therapist said to me, Nomi, you're a born therapist. He saw me in group or whatever. And I said, no, excuse me, you can do that boring thing that you do. I'm an artist. And he said, I think you need to go into the training. And he said that for two years. And then one day, as you said, the guidance came and said, my dear, that's right. That was that small voice. Yes. And I knew that, okay. You know, so for a while I was doing both. I had a dance theater company and I did that and I started my I mean, training and then started my practice. But it was all about liberating the inner being and claiming everything that you are. Would you and say that the liberation and the owning and claiming comes from uh, a very deep place of awareness of what's going on inside? Yes. Awareness is is the base. That's right. Uh, somehow you, you need to feel that urge to liberate because there are many people, 
who somehow don't feel that urge. And I think that when you suffer a bit, you begin to feel the urge. You need to feel your shackles. Yes. To want to tear them. Yes. Naomi, Naomi, one of the things that I've heard you say in the past is that we learn very early on to not accept and that happiness can only be achieved and exist in acceptance. So why do we resist and how do we learn to accept ourselves? Well, we learn to not accept very early on because we're being told Mm -hmm. not directly maybe that this and this and this and this and that and that and that is not acceptable. And as little creatures, little kids, we need to be accepted. We need to be safe. We need to connect. We need to feel love. So we start twisting ourselves, creating this defensive structure to get the love, to get the safety, to get the sense of connection. And then we lose ourselves. That's it. Now we're like not us anymore. We are like what mm -hmm. we think people want us to be. Right. And the the resistance, uh, Judy and Nomi, I think that you'll agree with this. The resistance comes from exactly what Nomi's talking about is the need to turn ourselves inside out to become what we were made to feel we should. So in in our adult life, we become resistant to take a look any deeper because the small mind of the ego worked very hard in zero to seven to create this being by falling in line. And um, that's where the resistance has come from many, many times. And of course it's much deeper than that, but just in a broad stroke, um, that's where that is. Yeah, We are afraid. We don't know that that's okay. We're afraid to look inside and even begin to touch who we really are. Because what if that's not okay? The fear of, of rejection and not being able to be accepted and safe. You got to take a chance. Mm-hmm. Like, so- are you going to stay caged? And suffering, or are you going to claim who you are and step out and take a chance? And you know the journey, Nomi, that it takes to do that. Oh, yeah. There's no self-help book that's going to do that for you. No. Yeah. I'm sorry, Judy. Go ahead. I was going to ask Nomi just along that same line. I know that many people are terrified to actually feel the intensity of their emotions. Mm -hmm. So how do you help people do that? Well, Because I work with all the creative arts, people write and draw and move and make sounds and scream and yell and cry and dance in my workshops and even in one-on-one sessions before pandemic. We I'm very much expression-oriented. So people first, like, they don't, They can't do it. But then I do it with them. And eventually they love doing it. So, you know, I work with meditations. I work with a lot of expression. I work emotionally. But we create the, the space where you can be totally emotional. 
I create that space for them. I encourage that space. The safe space. The safe space and the emotionally vulnerable space where you mm-hmm. can be total mess and know that it's absolutely fine. Right. There's no judgment. There's no right. judgment. Yes. Yes. So Nomi, I know that you started as a very timid and shy child. So do you ever have clients who don't feel comfortable expressing and being creative? Yes, many. But they they all become expressive because everybody around them and, and in a session, I do it with them many times. I scream, I yell with them just to get them going, you know. And uh, in workshops, everybody around them is doing, and eventually they do. Mm -hmm. I had a client who was a banker, very uptight, very stuffed. And then he he became like a beautiful poet all of a sudden in the the workshop. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's great. Do you remember in the 70s? I think it was the 70s then. They came out with uh, the uh, treatment uh, Primal Scream. Yes. John, John Lennon used to talk about that. Yeah. That was but, one of my trainings. Yeah, that's great. The primal therapy. Primal, primal it, therapy, yeah. piano, but yeah. it's primal therapy. Terrific. And psychodrama, it's all about expressing. Yeah. So that's wonderful. So we're going to take a brief break, and we'll be back in a moment with Nomi Becha. We'll be right back. Thank you. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. Are you interested in having a better relationship with yourself, others, and God? Greetings. I'm your host, Dr. George Andow, for the show, A Journey Through Into Awareness. On my show, we journey into the awareness that the mind of God is the true seat of our personal consciousness. We join together each Monday at 7 p.m., so tune in on Talk Radio NYC. Did you know that nearly one in five adults in the U.S. battles mental illness? Hi, my name is Albert Dabba. I'm the host of the show Extra Innings. Extra Innings, I discuss the topics of wellness, mental health, and the experience of surviving multiple suicides within my family. Listen live every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern to Extra Innings for discussions with sports figures, artists, mental health professionals. That's Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Hi, I'm Graham Dobbin. Join me every Thursday evening for the Mind Behind Leadership here on talkradio.nyc. We speak to people from business, sport, military and politics, all around what makes a great leader. The personal experiences of what's worked and, maybe more importantly, what hasn't worked. So, that's 7 o'clock 
every Thursday evening. The Mind Behind Leadership here on talkradio.nyc. Listen to real stories of real leaders. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. Welcome back to A Journey Through Into Awareness. Tonight, we have joining us, Nomi Bakha. I just love saying that name. (laughs) Sorry, I like saying that name. So So, go ahead, Judy. It's great. I was going to say, Nomi, you said we're all masterpieces waiting to come out. Mm-hmm. So how do we actually optimize all seven areas of our life? And I believe you call them the seven gates. Well, first of all, we need to know that we actually have seven areas of life. Most people don't know that. Um, what are they? We call them gates because they're portals from your inner being out to the world and from the world back into your inner being. There is the gate of the body. Everybody knows that. There is the gate of emotions. There's the gate of dialogue, which is relationships with self and others. There is the gate of creative expression, and we're all creative, and we all want to express. There is the gate of life path. Why are you here, your lessons, your contribution, and so on, your purpose. There is the, the gate of silence, prayer, meditation, spiritual understanding, and the gate of knowledge. All knowledge is life knowledge, is wisdom. So all these seven areas need to be open up, opened up and unblocked. And mostly they are blocked. And why they're blocked? Because of that defensive structure that we talked about a minute ago. That defensive structure that covers your light, covers your emotional self, but it also covers your expanded self. That drop of God that sits inside of you. Um, The defensive structure is just like a big dark shawl or something on a light. And the first thing that we need to do, and we do it in the program, is identify this is my defensive structure. That's not me. This is my emotional self. And it has, it needs some tending. It needs some healing. And this is my expanded self my wisdom self, a person needs to identify these three elements that are sitting within their internal being. And then we step in and start working on balancing those three, healing them, 
and making sure that we plant the expanded self, and I go like this, your wisdom self, to be the leader of your inner being, your inner little team. Then when that is the leader, you start looking at your gates and you begin to, to see how am I blocking them? What gate of the body? What's going on there? What needs what needs work? What do I need to do there? Yeah. Gate of emotions and so on. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm hearing that it's an awakening. Yes. Right? An awakening to okay. our God center that lives within, that has a dark drape over it based on the small mind of the ego that we create to be accepted and loved by our early relationship with family and superior superior leaders those that are bringing us up school it's usually zero to seven yes um i you know as a psychoanalyst you know i do this um with my patients and spiritual director you know helping them come to this center which is you know thomas merton um and actually uh you know a modern day uh, mystic uh he's passed since uh, you know, he said, I've traveled all over the world and back looking for God, only to find that he lives within me. <laughs> mm. He, she lives within me. Right. And that's terrific. That's what we're hearing tonight is that your work is um, developed to help people, your patients, your listeners, your participants to um, take a look at what that drape is and to lift that drape off. Sounds like a lengthy process. It is, and it isn't, because, you know, most of the time when they come to me, they don't know. It's like I, they speak in this language. I don't know why, but I'm doing this and this and that, and I'm feeling this. It's all like mush. Mm-hmm. And once they begin to see, oh, that's a defensive pattern. Mm-hmm. This is my emotional self and she needs uh i don't know to cry or whatever it is this is my expanded self where was she all this time you know they start bringing them in and they start the inner dialogue between all these three parts Mm -hmm. guided by the expanded self many times People don't even know where their expanded self is. Everybody has one, you know. They don't even know that they exist uh, at all. Sometimes they don't know that they even have one. Um, You speak about um, necessary fundamental elements within the seven gates. Necessary fundamental elements. elements within the seven gates. I believe there were three of them. Was that the expanded self, the defensive self, and the... uh, Yeah, these are the three aspects that are inside your inner being. Now, the gates are your life, meaning from this inner being, I'm I'm going like this because hopefully the expanded is on top and emotional and defensive are sitting and they're like balanced or they're beginning to be balanced. Now, from here... 
the energy starts moving through the body, through the gate of the body, or through the gate of emotions. It, it's moving, expressing itself through those areas of life. So, so yeah, if the energy inside is this way, which is how I meet when I meet people, it's like mushed and crazy and, and people and they're all fighting there and they don't know where their expanded is. Then oh, me, excuse me a moment. Wouldn't you say that's most people? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> most people that come to me and of course most most people, people most most human beings. Yes. You yes. know, we're all a little crazy. The only difference is those of us that know we are. It sounds like the people coming to you have already begun to hunger. Yeah, they've already begin begun to hunger and thirst. Right, that's the difference. And now, when this is like this, when they come, it expresses itself in the gate of the body. There is symptoms and craziness in the energy field. It expresses itself in the gate of emotions, obviously, because the emotions are all over the place. Or they're not even there, supposedly. Gate of dialogue, relationships, crazy. So Nomi, Nomi, maybe we can go through each of the gates. So the first gate that you mentioned was the body. And I think one of the things that you said is our body is a mirror of our consciousness. Right. What does that mean? It means that the body is what comes out of the printer. You see, you're typing something. And it comes out of the printer exactly the way you typed it, right? All your emotions and thoughts, beliefs, considerations, fears, everything is moving, is energetic, and it's moving through the body. The body is the mirror. It's like exactly the same. Mm-hmm. Do you feel that it gets uh, trapped in certain parts of the body? Yes. Um, and maybe breath? Yes. Yes. Can, move, can help un- untrap that and move it? S- some is the breath, and another is movement. Another one is expression, because we're locking. We're locking it here. We're locking it here. We're locking it here in the or in the stomach or in the belly. Uh, We're lacking in different places. This is why bioenergetics is a wonderful training because that's all about how all, how the psyche is sitting in the body. Mm -hmm. I can look at somebody and know exactly where the energy is trapped and why. I can Mm -hmm. read the body. But the thing is that they need to, begin to have an awareness of that. Is there an awareness you can speak of that maybe our listeners can pay attention to something at home? Yes. So when you are paying attention to your body, begin to notice where are the chronic tensions that repeat themselves all the time. Let's say it's the shoulders. Ask yourself, What is trying to be expressed here? Because it's the emotions. Maybe you're shouldering too much responsibility that is not yours. Or maybe the shoulders are locked in because of fear. But the thing is that you need to listen 
And you need to be quiet and go inside the body and ask and get some intuitive answers. Mm -hmm. People don't do that. They just go take the body to the gym, take the body, you know, feed the body, this and that and that. And they're like maneuvering the body. They're not listening to the body. Would you, would you say that they are actually stuffing uh, the feelings associated with uh, what's looking to be lodged in the body? They're stuffing and they are forcing the body to be um, attractive, whatever that means. They're like manipulating the body Mm -hmm. rather than just befriending the body. Well, to once again, to fit in. To fit in. It's all the defensive structure is showing up in each Mm -hmm. one of those areas. Mm -hmm. So Nomi, we have to take a quick break, but when we come back, we'd love to explore the next gate, which is the gate of emotions. That's great. We'll be right back. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. Hey everybody, it's Tommy D, the nonprofit sector connector coming at you from my attic. Each week here on talkradio.nyc, I host a program, Philanthropy in Focus. Nonprofits impact us each and every day, and it's my focus to help them amplify their message and tell their story. Listen each week at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time until 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on talkradio.nyc. Are you a business owner? Do you want to be a business owner? Do you work with business owners? Hi, I'm Stephen Fry, your small and medium-sized business or SMB guy, and I'm the host of the new show, Always Friday. While I love to have fun on my show, we take those Friday feelings of freedom and clarity to discuss popular topics on the minds of SMBs today. Please join me and my various special guests on Friday at 11 a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Do you run or are ready to open your own business? Hi, I'm Jeremiah Fox. I've been operating and opening small business for the last 25 years, and I'm the host of the new show, The Entrepreneurial Web. Tune in every Friday at noon Eastern time for insights and stories on the nuances of running small business right here on Fridays at noon, talkradio.nyc. Hi, I am Joseph Franklin McElroy, host of the new podcast, Wise Content Creates Wealth. It airs on talkradio.nyc every Friday afternoon from 1 p.m. to 2. They say content is king. Well, wise content rules the world. Every episode features tools and tips for content marketing and business people telling the wise content stories of that success. Tune in every Friday from 1 p.m. to 2 on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day.
Welcome back with Nomi Becha. And we're moving on to um, her creation, Gates of Power. And we're going to be looking at um, the second gate, the gate of emotions. So I would just love to read something from Nomi's blog. I love reading your blog posts, and this ties in so well to the body and listening to our body and going into the gates of emotion. So what you wrote on your blog is, as we listen attentively to our suffering, we discover what our soul is crying for. It's so important to learn to feel safe and confident internally so that we can open our hearts to all the possibilities of life and to our true potential. We hold on to our fears and pain because freedom feels dangerous. We long for it and distrust it at the same time. Amen. Yes. Amen. Yes. So Nomi, we'd love for you to comment on that. I thought it was so well said. It's, um, yeah, it's because we have boxed in our emotional part and we called it no good, not lovable, not enough. We are afraid of expressing it. And that's why the gate of emotions is mostly blocked for a lot of people. So how can you be happy? How can you be present? How can you be loving or receive love? when you are boxed in, in a little jail cell that you've created for yourself. You can't. You need to take the step and it's, it demands some courage and begin to find those emotions and begin to express them. And your suffering is a good place to start because you're suffering in, inside in there. Unless you're like stuffing your face or using addictions, uh, all kinds of addictions, then you don't even feel that you're suffering. But somehow you know you're suffering. And when we look at this, we always need to remember that there's never any judgment or criticism coming from anywhere and that it is a long journey. And it's not about achieving anything or arriving anywhere because that again is that small mind of the ego that tells us that we're not doing it right. We have to try this. We have to try that. It's okay as you're embarking on the journey of awareness to recognize that you are loved and you're enough and you go at your own pace. You move at your own pace. Right. But it's still a very scary at the beginning. Yes, but but a lot of times, I don't know about you, uh, Nomi or Judy, when we work with people, many times they can feel that if you're not moving at this pace or, you know, this is a 12-month course and I haven't gotten it, that um, there's something wrong. with. It's not about that. Right. The psyche can move at whatever rate it needs to move at, and it's all great. Fine. Yes. Okay. Yes. I just wanted to say that for all That's, listeners. It's true. It's very important to have that space of allowing that process because it's a long, sometimes it's very long. Absolutely. And it's okay. That's right. It's okay. It's a journey. You know, you're not going to stop 
counting your steps every second. Right. Good. Nomi, what I've found with people is that when they're very mental, they think that they're feeling their emotions, but they're actually just thinking about it. Right. So how do we create that awareness that you talked about early on? You know what I, the way I work is I say, where in the body? They say, they, they say, I feel this and this, and it's very mental. And I go, where in the body? Mm-hmm. How does it move? Okay, you're saying that you're feeling fear. Okay, move it. Let me see it. Then they cannot stay mental. Become, they have to be, go into their energy field somehow and express it. Mm-hmm. I, t- I totally agree with you. Um, one of the things that I teach is that the mind doesn't always tell the truth, that the body tells the truth, and that oftentimes we have trauma that gets lodged in our bodies and we call it issues in our tissues. So I love that. I love what you said. Yes. So it's like um, liberate again, liberating that emotional self that has been sitting in this little jail forever. Mm-hmm. One of the other gates that you talk about is the gate of dialogue. That's, I believe that's the self-love and the communication between ourselves and other people. Yeah. One of the terms that you used is from lust to love. What does that mean? Well, you know, there is a difference big difference between lust. Lust means I don't feel like I'm enough, but if I get that person and they love me back and I can get some fire going here, then I'm going to feel like I'm somebody. See, lust is grabbing onto something outside to make me feel my fire would you say many times the body is used to do that yes it's just another addiction you know but love you have to love yourself first to be able to love so you can't even get there without doing circling back and and healing the relationships inside of you remember there are these three parts of you and your defensive is very kind of like sometimes critical on your emotional and that means the relationship between you and you is not healed so that's the first relationship and just out of that you can begin to see other people, have compassion. Because mm. you went inside of yourself and you felt your own suffering and your own vulnerability. You know, and wow. you begin to relate and communicate and feel them and know them because you know you. Because we all have the same, more or less the same feelings. Yes, we do. And we're called to experience every feeling known to humanity here in this life. Right. If we can. Yes. Right. That's good. That's really great. One of the things that you mentioned earlier was that one of the ways to get through these blocks is through creative expression. And I believe that's also one of the gates as well. Yes. 
why is playtime and joy and fun so important? Because I know when I look out into the world, I see most people aren't experiencing joy in their lives every day. No. How can you? Because who is, which part of you is feeling that? It's, it's your emotional self. Your emotional self is that creative child inside of you. It's the joyful side of you. And if they are sitting, as I said, in their cell, locked in and feeling bad about themselves, they're not free to roam, to play, to be creative. And mm-hmm. I think that this is why we're here. Big why we're here is to play, to be creative, to feel all the possibilities, to celebrate all the possibilities, to celebrate all the people that we meet and all the experiences that we have, just to celebrate life. Yes, celebrate life. Celebrate yes. life and living. Life. The journey of experiencing life. Mm-hmm. Nomi, what I hear from a lot of people is that they don't have time. I know that sounds crazy, but I have a job, I have a family, I need to take care of this. Where do I find time to play? It's you need to play in all of the things that you're doing. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. Perfect answer. I, I, I'm, I'm having a good time now. Yes. I don't care. You can call it work or whatever. I don't care. <laughs> when I'm in a session, I think, woo, yes. that's interesting. Yeah, kind of fun, you know. I, I, I and I did not used to be. I used to be very like because my defensive was an exceller. I had to excel in everything. I had to be yes. There was I, a perfectionist I, there, right? And that spoiled all my fun, a big mm-hmm. fun for many many years mm-hmm. of my life. And you know, you go through some traumas and you I, you kind of wake up and you go like what the hell is going on here right. <laughs> what's going on in here what oh my goodness. Goodness. i you mean know. i need to live a little bit yeah and you then you shift you know so i'm i'm very encouraging of people doing all kinds of playful things yeah you know and i myself i painted my chairs uh, my my chandeliers and I just went and I painted mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. I, it wasn't what made me look right, but who cares? I enjoyed it. <laughs> no, when you when you were talking about the defensive piece, part of what I find, um, I don't know if you agree with it or not, is that when individuals need to with as we age. They need to continue to keep up whatever they learned very early on to get the love and attention they needed. So if it was uh, intellect, they continue to have to force themselves to study everything, know everything, so that they can feel defined and they can love themselves in it because that's where they got the love outwardly. And it really is nonsense, but that's where they are. And that jams them up that keeps them stuck because it is no more fun. It was never fun to begin with because it wasn't their true self. Exactly. Exactly. So it's that's the liberation that we're talking about. Yes, absolutely. And it's so great when we do this work that we're able 
to with God, because I never take any credit for it. I'm only a, you know, a vehicle that God uses to help people get there that, uh, you know, to really help people be free. There's nothing better. There's nothing better. And people are afraid of freedom because nothing in society is really, really free. encouraging that. No. Or teaching no. that. That's right. Everything is the opposite. That's right. Be quiet, be good, be excelling, be be striving, get the status, get the car, get the wife, get the, you know, uh, nothing is, is actually, so people need um, a place to be encouraged. To, yes. To right. So we, um, we have uh, just a couple of minutes. We're going to take a brief break. And then when we come back, um, we'd like to move on to uh, the next gate, which I believe is uh, life, life past. Life path. Path. The path of life. Path. Yes. And we'll be right back with life path. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. Are you a small business trying to navigate the COVID-19 related employment laws? Hello, I'm Eric Sauver, employment law business law attorney and host of the new radio show, Employment Law Today. On my show, we'll have guests to discuss the common employment law challenges business owners are facing during these trying times. Tune in on Tuesday evenings from 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. Gateway to the Smokies. It airs on talkradio.nyc every Tuesday night from 6 p.m. to 7. Every episode is dedicated to memorable experiences in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park and surrounding areas. This show features experts and locals who will expound upon the richness of culture, history, and adventure that awaits you in the Smokies. Tune in every Tuesday from 6 p.m. to 7 on talkradio.nyc. Do you love or are you intrigued about New York City and its neighborhoods? I'm Jeff Goodman, host of Rediscovering New York, a weekly show that showcases New York's history and its extraordinary neighborhoods. Every Tuesday live at 7 p.m., we focus on a particular neighborhood and explore its history, its vibe, its feel, and its energy. Tune in live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Welcome back with Nomi Baka on a journey through into awareness. Before we move on to the next um, path of life with Nomi, I would just like to mention that we are 
called to joy. And we're also called to learn how to suffer because part of life is suffering. Doesn't mean that we're called to suffer all the time or that God calls us to suffer. But I think it's important that we recognize that. And I just want to say that because we're not about, and I really want to mention this because this is my show, our show, and we're not about watching the news and that people are dying and drowning and, you know, we're just skipping along through that. The reason this work is so powerful and the importance of going within is to be able to recognize that we all suffer and we can, when we deal with our own, we can then walk in solidarity with others and not carry it. When we don't deal with our own, we will feel like we can't watch that because we are carrying it because we never carried our own. So we're able to walk in solidarity with another and recognize that we can share their pain, but we're not carrying them, that we all belong to God and we will all have our time for joy and for we'll all have our time for places of suffering. When we do our work, we come into recognition of this more so. Nomi, would you agree with what I just said? Yes. Yeah. Yes. No need to resist anything that life brings put in our right. path. Um, I mean, the greatest wisdom sometimes comes out of suffering. Absolutely. I can say it about myself. And, and Me too. No need. No need to resist anything that is happening. Beautiful. Because it's all wonderfully designed for us to grow. Yes, it mm-hmm. is. Yeah. And, and the next gate, the life path, is all about that. It's about looking at the, the chart of our life mm-hmm. and realizing what are the important lessons for this lifetime. Was that from your vision map that you used that you spoke about? Um, the vision map is just working, organizing all the games. Okay. But okay. this is from the the part of the program that's spiritual. You, you, you always. I always encourage them to listen to what are the messages they're getting. What are the lessons that are important for them to learn, and what is their unique contribution? to themselves and others. So you can call it life purpose, life mission, life path, life direction. It's where your soul needs to go in this life to become more whole. Because when you give, you become your more whole. When you receive, you become more whole. When you learn, when you heal, all of that. When you love. When you love, when you receive love, when you forgive. Or when you suffer or when you are in ecstasy. I mean, the questions are always, for me, in life path, what's the direction that my soul is moving and wants to move. That's why we call it life path. Mm-hmm. Um, quickly, the next 
a gate, the gate of silence. Nomi, can I just ask you a question about the previous gate? Yes. So we talked about it earlier. So by following our bliss and following our joy, is that also breadcrumbs towards our purpose in life as well? Yes. That's a, a very good uh, indication. Mm-hmm. But sometimes when we listen to our suffering, we understand what your pa- what our path is. Because yeah. mm-hmm. sometimes what you need to heal, in my case, I had a lot of healing to do, but what I needed to heal was also my gift. Yes. So yeah. it came out of, was born out of suffering. Right. You know, right. and, 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 but also the joy of performing obviously helped me uh, be, be, be more effective with my gift. Mm-hmm. It's the opposite side of the same coin. Yes. Mm. Yes. 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 So the gate of silence, we do a lot of meditations, different kinds of meditations, uh, emotional meditations, dialogue meditations, uh, physical movement meditations, sounds meditation. We do, you know, kind of 57 different kinds of meditations. And it cultivates your ability to be connected to, call it God, universe, the oneness, the great self whatever it is, you connect and you realize you're one with it. It's one with you. It's within you. It's everywhere. And you you gain tremendous amount of strength and support from being one with the one. Yes. Yes. And the gate of knowledge is just fun. Knowledge is fun. And it's Knowledge is power, too. So knowledge of self, knowledge of others, knowledge of anything in life Mm -hmm. is enriching, deepening. And I think one of the things that you said very early on in the show was about our awareness and that the most precious gift we have as humans is our ability to be aware. Yes. And... Um, we are, I don't want us to run out of time. It goes so quickly. Um, we have a, about two minutes to, before the end. Um, Nomi, thank you, both of us, from our hearts, uh, for saying yes to being on the show. It was a great gift to have you here with us. I enjoyed it so much. You both are lovely, lovely, lovely. Thank you, as you are, as you are, of course. And uh, is there one or two things real... Uh, quickly that we could uh, give our listeners before we end uh, that they could take away? Well, I would say read the Gates of Power or, or, or just listen to it because it's in audio. Gates of Power actualize your true self. It's a chock full of wonderfulness. Yes. Read it and enjoy it. Great. And Nomi, how can people get in touch with you if they want to learn more? gatesofpower.com and I have it on the um, the radio show website under tonight's show are all the uh, addresses that we can get in touch with with Nomi so I'd like to say thank you again and thank you to all of you um, being here tonight with us um, you give us a great reason to continue our work here so let us pray 
loving God, you fill all things with the fullness and hope that we can never comprehend. We thank you for leading us into a time where more of reality is being unveiled for us all the time. For us to begin to see, begin to see. And we pray that you will take away our natural temptation for cynicism, denial, fear, and despair. Help us to have the courage to awaken to greater truth, greater humility, and greater care for each other. Knowing, good God, that you heal us and you hear us better than we can ever do for ourselves. We pray in all of the holy names of God. Amen. 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 Mm-hmm. Thank, Thank you. you. So, Thank, Thank you. you so much, Nomi, for being a, such a special guest. Thank you, Nomi, so much. And thank you, all of you, so much. We'll see you next week. We have uh, Jonathan. Goldman. Goldman. (laughs) (laughs) Judy and I are a great team. We have Jonathan Goldman with us next week, 7 o'clock. And we'll see you then, Monday nights. Good night. Good night. Good night, Judy. Good night. Good night. Good night. Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Hey everybody, it's Tommy D, the nonprofit sector connector coming at you from my attic. Each week here on talkradio.nyc, I host a program, Philanthropy and Focus. Nonprofits impact us each and every day, and it's my focus to help them amplify their message and tell their story. Listen each week at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time until 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on talkradio.nyc. Hi, I'm Graham Dobbin. Join me every Thursday evening for the Mind Behind Leadership here on talkradio.nyc. We speak to people from business, sport, military, and politics, all around what makes a great leader. The personal experiences of what's worked and, maybe more importantly, what hasn't worked. So, that's 7 o'clock every Thursday evening. The Mind Behind Leadership here on talkradio.nyc. Listen to real stories of real leaders. Hi, I am Joseph Franklin McElroy, host of the new podcast, Wise Content Creates Wealth. It airs on talkradio.nyc every Friday afternoon from 1 p.m. to 2. They say content is king. Well, wise content rules the world. Every episode features tools and tips for content marketing and business people telling the wise content stories of that success. Tune in every Friday from 1 p.m. to 2 on talkradio.nyc. you listeners looking to boost your business why not advertise on talk radio nyc with very reasonable rates interested simply send us a message on our website talkradio.nyc do you love or are you intrigued about new york city and its neighborhoods i'm jeff goodman host of rediscovering new york a weekly show that showcases New York's history and its extraordinary neighborhoods. Every Tuesday live at 7 p.m., we focus on a particular neighborhood and explore its history, its vibe, its feel, and its energy. 
Tune in live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. Franklin McElroy, host of the new podcast, Gateway to the Smokies. It airs on talkradio.nyc every Tuesday night from 6 p.m. to 7. Every episode is dedicated to memorable experiences in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park and surrounding areas. This show features experts and locals who will expound upon the richness of culture, history, and adventure that awaits you in the Smokies. Tune in every Tuesday from 6 p.m. to 7 on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower.